Dreadheads, this is one ad you are not going to want to skip. Psilocybin, when taken thoughtfully at sub-hallucinogenic levels, can sharpen your focus, hone your mental clarity, unleash your creativity, expand your mind, and ease your anxiety. Spread the Dread is proud to be sponsored by Schedule 35. And if you head over to Schedule35.co and use coupon code STDPOD, that's S-T-D-P-O-D, you can get 15% off your first order. Schedule 35 takes a science-backed approach to microdosing shrooms. They precisely measure out every dose, verify the age of every one of their customers, and ship discreetly. Better yet, they give you a microdosing regimen that allows you to enjoy the benefits of psilocybin without any of the hallucinogenic effects. So visit Schedule35.co today and be sure to use promo code STDPOD, that's S-T-D-P-O-D, for 15% off your first order. Dreadheads, I'm John. And I'm Joe. And welcome to episode 50. 50 we finally hit a half century on these episodes. <laughs> it only uh, took us a year and a half. <laughs> yeah, and this was uh, this was and is supposed to be a weekly show, so... Uh, we gotta even, take breaks, y'all. Even our really, really high Dreadheads know the math doesn't add up <laughs> on that, but fuck it. We're finally here. It's episode 50, and what better way to shut it out then to finally wrap up the long-going series of Tortures and Executions, this is Tortures and Executions Part 7. Um, yeah, I guess we'll just kick it off. You know, we didn't have an episode last week. No. It was Christmas. Uh, we just we, we were trying to get to it. There was just way too much shit going on. Yeah, three kids, fucking presents, like, showing up late, us having to wrap shit, get the house clean, prepping yeah. for relatives, like, the whole shebang. And yeah. it was all worth it, but we had to take a break. Yeah, yeah, had to take last week off. Didn't didn't want to do it, but had to do it. So there was no brand new uh, Spread the Dread main show or Fright Flick Fuck, Mary Kill uh, for last week. So um, thank you guys for all going back and revisiting the back catalog. The plays were still looking looking really good so we definitely appreciate all that mm-hmm. from y'all um there will be a new uh fright flick fuck mary kill this week uh we're done with christmas movies because we missed last week for the last one but that's no big deal it'll come around again and this week we're going to be covering the 2007 movie steel trap which is a new year's themed uh, episode, uh, of movie. course you're going to pick something New Year's <laughs> Absolutely. And since that episode will be out on December 30th, we figured we might as well give y'all something uh, to you know listen to while you uh, get drunk, make bad decisions sexually with people you don't know. Uh, you know, at least... You know, as guess, is tradition. <laughs> yes, yes. That's the, uh, the American... Uh, that's just the world way, honestly, unless you're just... I don't know. I don't know. In a Muslim country, maybe? I don't it know. might not be down. Well, I mean, yeah. if you do it in a Muslim country, I think you just got to be real on the DL. There's, <laughs> there are some harsh ramifications <laughs> for that. But uh, for all of us uh, heathen whites. There you go. Yeah, that's pretty much the tradition that it goes on with. But I digress. Let's get into it. Joe, what is the most dreadful website on the entire internet? Spreadthedreadpodcast.com. That's right. Go there. You're going to find links to all of the podcast platforms that our episodes are on, as well as our YouTube and BitChute, which you need to make sure to head over there and subscribe like comment and share that's where you'll get the actual video episodes of fright flick fuck mary kill of course you can listen to the audio 
only versions of those episodes on all the podcast platforms as well. And on there, you're also going to find links to our Facebook, our IG, our store, donations, one-stop shop for all of your dread. Uh, speaking of shop, our merch shop is there too. Um, so yeah, that's spreadthedreadpodcast.com. Also, if you're listening on Apple or Spotify, be sure to leave us a five-star review. Screenshot that. Send it to us on IG, Facebook, or spreadthedreadpodcast at gmail.com along with your mailing address, and we'll send you some free five-star super spreader spread the dread podcast stickers and what? we want to send you pictures so send in those reviews <laughs> we want to we don't want to send you pictures you oh, stickers. pictures stickers stickers there we go stickers no we'll, st- yeah. we'll send you pictures when the patreon goes up but that's going to be some top tiers <laughs> to get those pictures so uh buckle up and bust open them wallets motherfuckers <laughs> are you sure that's not part of your only fans <laughs> hey i spread the dread everywhere <laughs> you're spreading you're more j- than that on I mean, <laughs> you got three kids with me. You know how dreadful that can be. <laughs> but anyway, so, yep, that I think that covers it, right? Yes, it does. All right. That oh, is but what? big shout out to Cassie. Um, her, her and her nephew got to go home. Yes, we posted that up yes. on the IG and the Facebook. Uh, she's an OG dreadhead of ours. She had to spend the holidays in the hospital with her and her uh, nephew. And uh, so, yeah, glad they're going home. Big mm-hmm. shout out to her and him. And a uh, big shout out to all the, the awesome dreadheads that made yeah, sure to comment y'all. and like and show her some love and stuff like that. So, Cassie, this one's for you. Joe, let's get into Tortures and Executions Part 7. All right, so let's kick this fucker off with impalement. So we all kind of yes. know what this means. But oh, yes. Dictionary term. It's we the- all know that, <laughs> that classic Guar song about Vlad the Impaler and how he should have been a sailor. And if you don't know who Guar is, you aren't really down with the dread. Even if you don't like Guar, a lot of people don't. You should know that song and know that band. Joe, back to you. <laughs> um, it is the penetration of a human by Hello. an object. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm, not still, a dildo. I'm, st- I'm still 50-50 on board. <laughs> when you just get the object, but continue. I think um, I, I think I might be bowing out soon. Yeah, such as a stake, a pole, spear, or hook, often by com- the complete or partial perforation pref- of the torso. That's not a nice word. I don't like the word perforation. No, I That's don't That's a very either. sciencey word for a very heinous thing. Yes, absolutely. So it was actually uh, typically used for, you know, crimes against the state, and it was regarded um, through a lot of different cultures as a really harsh form of capital punishment and recorded in myth and, as well as art. Oh, yeah. So impalement was actually also used for uh, times of war to suppress rebellions. Uh, it was used to punish traitors or collaborators and also breaches of military discipline. Ooh. Yeah. So I the- would much prefer <laughs> be thrown in the brig if I have my choice. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So two most common methods are longitudinal impalement, where entry starts from the mouth or the anus. That's and not goes- a good. I mean, that- <laughs> I mean, because if it, right, that's, that's again, a sciencey word for a heinous thing going on here. They're like, we can put it in your mouth or your butt, but I mean, it's coming out the other. You're either going to eat that pole or take it up your ass, essentially. Now I'm turned on again. <laughs> the, uh, the brisk Carolina weather aren't the, isn't the only reason these nips are hard right now. <laughs> Go on. Um, so again, it starts either from the mouth or the butthole, and it goes through the body to the other end, and transversal impalement, obviously. Traversal, not transversal. Oh, I'm thinking like the transversal planes of the body in, in anatomy. I took these notes. I could be wrong. 
<laughs> Either way, it's, it's side to side though, right? Yeah, where entry starts oh, from sorry, the front chest. To back, not yeah, side and to goes side. through to the back. And it probably could go through the back, through the front, but transversals usually like through the middle. I would I, I feel like that would not I mean that would be definitely the way to go. Yeah, I don't think yeah, no. Yeah, at but least be, it's gonna hit some organs and hopefully shock you enough that you're just out. Right. But going through your anus or your mouth, yeah, there there's at least about 30, 45 seconds, especially I guess it depends on how quick they do it. I can't well, imagine it's it's a, a slow thing to shove that through because of all the tissue and bone and cartilage and liquids and stuff. Well, so. that leads right to the next point, which is the different variations oh. of impalement. Now, one of them, dreadheads, is called gaunching. I don't like the sound of it. Yeah. It didn't feel good to say it right then, and I kind of gagged when I typed it. But this is where the condemned person... Uh, is hoisted up by like a rope or something like that over a row of sharp metal hooks and is then released. So they're just dropped. Uh, and depending on, you know, how the hooks enter their body and stuff like that, they could actually end up surviving for a few days yeah. in that scenario. There's also um, being hanged by the ribs, uh, which is uh, there's an iron meat hook is forced beneath the person's ribs and they are hanged up slowly to die. kind of like how it was done in, in uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Yeah, but he hung her up from the backside. Yeah, but uh, still through the back, ribs. But, yeah, still oh, called yeah, ribs. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I ah, would imagine damn. so. It, you know, part of the sternum or yeah. whatever is there is what it catches on <laughs> and stuff like that. But you can find, like, I mean, obviously there's no, like, I mean... I'm not going to say there's not real images of this that you could find on some fucking, you know, shitty sites. I mean, some of them fucking groups, I'm not going to name them because they may be nearby and I don't want to die. You know who I'm talking about, dreadheads. But you can find those C videos. Stop. (laughs) I just said C. Yeah, I'm sure Live Leak and a few other places could uh, handle it for you. Uh, But I mean, you could find depictions of this. And I mean, they're kind of almost, I mean, apart from, you know, the waist down, obviously, because of, you know, gravity kind of, you know, that would dangle down. But pretty much from like your belly button up, you're almost at a, a horizontal from it and stuff like that. It's it's pretty gruesome. Now, this technique was uh, called Singela in 18th century Ottoman controlled Bosnia. Uh, it was also used in the 1770s Dutch Suriname as a punishment for rebellious slaves. Now, when you were talking earlier about how long it would take, um, I didn't. I didn't mention. I mean, I mentioned him obviously. You know, I wanted to shout Guar out as I'm. I'm trying to do in all my daily life. Um, but when usually with like Vlad the Impaler, he was obviously the the, the biggest known one. You know, he, Vlad Dracula, all that other. You know, where the legend of Dracula and all that shit comes from. Now he would do it. So where, you know, he would basically, his front lawn, yeah. which I mean, obviously he had a big castle, so that's a massive ass front, front lawn, a lot of acreage. Yeah. He would just have dissidents and stuff, you know, in that. Kind of hanging over the wall at a pitch. Well, and then he bodies. would just have them straight up yeah. on a pole, you know, like yeah. if you've ever seen a cannibal holocaust, the yeah. way they did that mm-hmm. girl there. Well, uh, depending on the size of the actual stake that was used, a lot of the times you wouldn't die for a while. Unless you were a big old fat person, which, you know, we love all of our plump dreadheads and dreadheadettes over here, so we ain't fucking knocking <laughs> you. But if you were an ample mammal, mm-hmm. 
<laughs> you, you're gonna you're gonna you know like before i had my surgery you're gonna just slide right oh on yeah down. yeah yeah it wouldn't have been fair oh, like on a skewer yeah it wouldn't have been fair they would have really wanted to torture me and you know before i could have felt it barely go through my butthole it went through the top of my head yeah you just yeah. been like all yeah. right say la vie yeah, it'd been like a fat guy on a water slide just <laughs> boom, just done <laughs> you know just just done that um, reminds of a it reminds me of when we went to the uh was this side of the bombs <laughs> Yeah, see, oh I, was too, I was too fat for that slide. Both then, of us were. And I didn't I didn't enjoy it. <laughs> Nobody that size likes to go that fast. Now everybody who spectated us enjoyed it. Yeah, when I got out of the pool like and came up, all I heard was everyone laughing at me, not with me, because I wasn't laughing. And I, I'm sure and I saw some people covering some kids' ears because I swore really loud the whole way down. When I hit that first bump and I caught a little air, oh, no. no bueno. Um, but yeah, so normally, I mean, if you were of, of you know, like a, a normal weight or anything like that, it's going to take a while. Uh. I mean, you're talking about something, you know, I don't care what those people on fucking Pornhub show. Most people ain't got the fucking opening down there to really take a, a, a massive fucking pole. <sighs> so it's over time. The weight of your body is weighing you down. Um, so, I mean, you've also got the thing where, I mean, a lot of people think about it being impaled on a spike. And it is sharpened to a point, but if it's, it's going through an point. opening like the mouth or the ass, they don't really need a sharp point because it doesn't have to puncture through anything. There's already an opening. So it's going to be kind of carved to a point to allow it to enter. Yeah. But if you're so slowly pre- going, but also, am, happens, am, I, am, I, yeah. am I wrong in assuming that as they're sliding down, if it's that kind of a gradual thing, you're not even really risking puncturing organs. Couldn't things kind of be moved slightly okay, yeah. while it was going while okay, you're going so, down so, so just to a certain extent yes because there was i think two like a case over somewhere in europe where somebody got impaled by um i guess they had had a planter there like beside their front door and had slipped and it was actually a completely dull a dull wooden dowel that was standing out of a plant uh, plant box uh-huh. and it actually went underneath their rib cage and all the way through their body but because it was dull it actually pushed the organs of side and didn't right. perforate you know any internal organs and right. they lived from it yeah so I, to an extent but even well, if it's sharp that wouldn't be the point, case every time but there there is a, a very good like likelihood yeah. that it could yeah but the problem the thing is though is like a lot of your internal organs there's like essentially corners and divots and and things that kind of move around no, at right angle like an english muffin <laughs> There's like, yeah, there's some cracks and crevices. So Fair essentially, enough. if it goes through and it has a little bit of that point, it's going to meet resistance at, at, at some uh, area of the body. And yeah, it's going to it's going to puncture. Yeah. So now for, for, per the notes, the length of time uh, someone could survive this, uh, it, you know, obviously varies. varied. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it could be a few minutes again. If you got you got a big old boy up there, like, again, you know, hope. Just you know, praying. You, yeah, you blink and there's a fucking the other end's out and he's done, you know, and you're ready to fucking spit roast that piggy. Um, but it, it could take several days. Um, now, also, if someone ugh, wanted the process to last for days, uh, they would let the stake follow the spine. So uh, so when they're entering it in, I mean, they're, they're being careful. There's some science to it yeah. of making sure that it kind of follows the path of the spine. And in which case, like we were talking about earlier, just a few seconds ago, there's no organs there. 
No. And if it doesn't But it's going to perforate the rectum, and then they're going to run it along. Oh, so I, hell, yeah, I would imagine at that point, I mean, yeah, you're, you're, I mean, you've, you've got to have, oh, fucking hell. I don't even want to think about, I mean, we're all thinking about yeah, the mechanics yeah. of how that works. That's why this show's fucking so awful. Um, and not just in, not just on torture and executions, once <laughs> just in general, that because we sit here and think of this stupid shit and some of y'all like it for some reason and give us money for it. Um, but yeah, so to me, I mean, that would be the most brutal way. Yeah. Would, would there be I any- mean, I would hope it would just be over in, in like a couple of minutes, but like the whole thing of like a couple of days, like. I can't imagine that. Oh, for sure. And I mean, yeah. you got to be you got to be thinking I'd too. I'd be sitting there trying to like wrench my own neck like I trying would to be break doing my own goddamn anything, neck. Anything clawing possible. in my arms trying to like fucking pop on me like go to the street, go up the street. Right. I even even if nothing trying to do some like mind shit to be like, you know, like be heavier, feel heavier, way more, you know, trying to <laughs> trying to get the universe to try to hurry up and let this shit be done with. All right, so the next one is called Jetliner Position, a.k.a. the Captain's Chair. Yes, so yes. So let your, let also your mind go there. Also known as the Invisible Chair. And if anyone was like me, I had a little bit of Christian school upbringing, as you could tell from my vocabulary. <laughs> uh, but yeah, anybody who had some, some Catholic school, some good old Southern Baptist Protestant school, yeah, boy, once, once the state finally was like, look, you can't hit them anymore, they were like, oh, don't you worry, we have other means. And uh, Jetliner, Captain's Chair, Invisible Chair, Joe, that was one of them that they used, and I remember seeing people in it. <laughs> it's actually where somebody puts their back against like a wall or a pole and places their feet 18 inches or so from the base of the object. And then the feet are usually kept close together. But then the person actually then must slide down the wall or the pole until the thighs are parallel to the ground. So it, essentially an invisible chair. Right. Um, so that the profile is, you know, similar to sitting in a chair. Yep. Um, they'd also be required to slide their feet back until their shins and thighs are like at a complete like right angle to each other. Oh, yeah. Yeah, which makes the stresses upon the knee joints and the thigh muscles much greater. And I've seen, I know that we, um, we had, I guess we'd had a friend's kids over and that was our form of punishment because they kept on talking back with us. You remember years ago before we even had Cub and we put them in the invisible chair. That was the first time I'd ever seen it done. Is and, that what their parents said? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and then like the sitting there, their legs were just sitting there wobbling while they were Dude, crying. I was is, like, whoa. I mean, I'm sure there's probably some CrossFit dreadheads out there. I've seen people in the gym doing that stuff before, like holding weights at different positions and stuff like that. And again... It's, it's really not, I mean, obviously this isn't a form of execution and doing it for a few minutes. I mean, obviously could build muscle. It could do that other stuff and technically be considered a form of, you know, non, I I don't know what would the, what's the word I'm looking for? Non-physical punishment or anything like that. Non-aggressive. Corporal punishment. Some shit like that. Some weird fucking vernacular. I'm not good with English. I'm sure. But when we're (laughs) talking about it here, this was, you know, this was done for people you know, hours at a time. And of course, mm. when and if someone would fall, because you're going to fucking fall yeah. eventually, your punishment would then go to some extreme violent, you know, whippings and things like that because you fell out of it. Uh, some variations include placing weights on the subject's uh, heads, or, uh, his heads, head or thighs, or making them actually hold their arms straight out in front of them with the weight in their hands. Now, that's ah. the one I see at the gym some. Some of them fucking, and I'm not knocking you if you do it. I do a little bit of crossfitting when I go, but I don't do this shit. I've seen that, and I mean, 
they literally look like a junkie who has not gotten a fix in several days. Just Their whole body's just mood. shaking like a yeah. shitty car with bad gas in it. <laughs> um, so it also would, obviously, um, it induces increasing amounts of pain in the thigh muscles as well as pain in the knees and ankles. Um, the benefit of the jetliner position is that this kind of punishment causes pain without any lasting marks and usually, obviously, without any lasting damage. Right, yeah. So again, I put it in there. Mostly I put it in there for shits and giggles because, I, like I said, I remember... You it's know, interesting that modern Christianity uses something so archaic. Well, I'm, I might be old enough now to not be considered that in modern Christianity <laughs> because that was going on when I was like four, five, six years old. And I think back then when I got when I got in trouble, I got the I got the ruler on the hand. Yeah. But some of the bigger kids, I guess those teachers didn't want to strike them because if they caught a fucking, you know, middle of puberty fucking attitude, They're they could stomp the, the fuck out back. of them. Yeah. yeah. So they would put them in that position. But I do remember seeing like being in the principal's office because my mom was a teacher there. Yeah. So I would, you know, go in and out of the principal's office and stuff like that because my mom was staff. And I remember seeing them just pouring sweat sitting in that. I don't know how long they had been there or anything like that, but. Yeah, they were uh, they were they were basically using something that is sometimes used, uh, you know, as th- means of torture and of interrogation tactics can be done this way as lot as well. But moving right along to something that is absolutely torturous and absolutely meant to execute an individual. Joe, let's talk about hanged, drawn, and quartered. Okay, so I'm going to bring this up now yeah. because I suck at English. Why is it not hung, drawn, and quartered? Why is it hanged? Hanged, I feel like I'm forcing that word out. I don't know because I, 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 I know hung's a word, but I don't know if hunged is a word. It's just hung. I just thought it was just it would just be hung, drawn, and quartered. I guess because I thought during, hung was past tense. Right, but I guess during the act, it would be hanged, drawn, and quartered. I don't know. I don't know if it's Old English, but that is the way this is listed. All the places That's, I got. Notes I know. I've seen I see it, it written it's listed like that. As hanged, drawn, and quartered. But yeah, I don't know if it's just the good old American public school system at work <laughs> or my southern proclivities for certain ways of saying things. But yeah, I'm with you. Hung, drawn, and quartered is the way I want to say yeah, exactly. it. Exactly. Okay. So this obviously um, was first used as a penalty for men convicted of high treason in the kingdom of England. Don't you pussy bearing dreadheads think we ain't got something <laughs> especially designed for the women folk coming right up here. Yep. So, you know, y'all hold on. You're going to get your turn. But yeah, this was this was almost exclusively to, to the best of what I could find, at least as far as prominent times it was used solely for dudes. Oh, shit. So um, right around 13, I guess. You said you silenced your phone. I did. I don't know why my alarms are still going on. That's bullshit. Hold on. Let me fuck. Fucking hell. You take over. Why? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> fine. Fine. Since my phone's on silent, I will. So yeah, it was uh, first used as a penalty for men convicted of high treason in the kingdom of England uh, from roughly the mid-1300s under King Edward III. Uh, but there are reports of it dating back as far as during uh, the reign of King Henry III in the 1200s. Uh, the convicted traitor was uh, fastened to like a hurdle or like a wooden panel. Again, <clears throat> sorry for that. If you want to think about it, I'm sure a lot of people have seen Braveheart. Mm-hmm. It's a very popular movie. Mel Gibson from the 90s won a bunch of awards and shit like that. Um, it, you know, at the end, that's what is done to him is being hung, drawn, hung, hanged, drawn, and quartered. <laughs> so when, we, when I say the term hurdle or wooden panel, if I'm not mistaken with him, it looked almost like a really thick cross. Mm. Um, that he was kind of laid out upon so that the arms could be, you know, stretched out and the legs could be stretched down because they were they would also stretch, they were he was stretched as well. Mm. Uh so when we say hurdle, that's roughly what it looks like. Kind of like a big old cross uh that the that the person would be on. 
and they were actually drawn. This is where it comes from by a horse. So mm-hmm. they were they were they were you know pulled by a horse to the the town square where everyone had their their picnic baskets and just a good old Sunday out while they watched motherfuckers rotten, yeah rotten oh. uh, vegetables and fruit to be able oh, to yeah. throw. Oh yeah, it was a big to do. Uh, he the the person was then hanged almost to the point of death, Joe. Uh, and. Oh yeah, I'll take yeah, it over. This is yeah. a great time for you yeah. to take over yeah. now. Yeah, it would be. While I sl- uh, silently weep. Okay, so imagine this guy is nearly dead. He's removed from there, and then he is then emasculated, which means to actually have the dicks and the balls actually removed. Absolutely. Oh my God, this is. I wonder if this is where autoerotic asphyxiation came from. <laughs> and I, it shouldn't have. <laughs> they shouldn't have put that together and was like, you know. If he was still to the point of death and someone just jerked him off instead of cutting his shit off, <laughs> wonder what that was. You ever think of stuff like that and wonder How, who? How, who came up with it, it the first time? Exactly. We've even had the discussion about like certain vegetables and fruits and how funky they look like. Who decided to do that? Same thing here. Who yeah. decided to to do audio erotic? So, yeah. so, yeah, yes. I, I Anyway, that, we'll save that for another time. And R.I.P. David Carradine, uh, <laughs> Mr. Bill. <laughs> Because uh, nobody, nobody, it's an embarrassing way to go. Nobody should go out that way. But, so, but yeah. this, yeah, he emasculated having, yeah, as you said, the cock and balls, the whole oh, fucking shebang. wedding tackle fucking lobbed off. Yeah, and then it was followed by disembowelment or the removal of the organs of the gastrointestinal tract through a horizontal incision across the abdomen. Uh, so essentially just slashed across and guts pulled out. Fuck. And I mean, now, I, I, I think a lot of, t- I mean, obviously in Braveheart, they... They don't really show that. They, I remember they have like the, I think they had like two midgets at the beginning that was kind of showing it. And they were showing like rope being pulled out from under his shirt to do it. How long could someone last during that? Depends on shock. Depends on the human being. It well, is. I mean, shock doesn't cause them to die, right? They would just pass out from the pain. I'm talking about to die from it. To die? I mean, could they technically almost completely hollow out your 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 Gut gastro before. area before you would die? Okay, I mean, so, obviously, if the if the cutting was done properly. Okay, so you have to understand though that your abdomen, you actually have a layer. Uh, it's a mensary mensary um, layer that has a lot of blood supply to it because your GI tract needs so much blood uh, blood flow. Okay, um, because absorption and all of that. So essentially, as it's being pulled out, you are losing blood so it just it depends on the person okay so yeah. so it's so it's a it's pretty bloody when that's going mm-hmm. on i would imagine but a lot of the movies don't seem to show that probably because they're trying to focus on making the, the organs look, look so yeah, cool so they don't yeah. want them all red colored and shit like that okay exactly fair enough. yeah um and then finally finally he would then be beheaded and quartered and chopped into four pieces yes after now, going through all of that right a little bit a little bit more of insult to injury now the, yeah. the, the remains would then usually be you know put around in like prominent places obviously as warnings for mm-hmm. other people um so and here and here we go i, I should have put this earlier up in the notes uh for public decency because again they're 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 putting up a torso they're putting up arms and heads and stuff like that uh, there's gonna be nudity, so you 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 ladies got out of this one because they didn't they didn't want severed titties just hanging and banging outside someplace. I mean, so. they could have just cut the titties off, and there wouldn't have been no indecency. Yeah, but they got to make sure they can do it in front of the crowds, and you know, even though they're hung, they're hung, hanging and drawing and quartering someone, they got to do it biblically so mm-hmm. nobody can see nipples, because then it would be PG thirteen on its nipples way to on an a R. Nipples on a female, because men have got, nipples too. Whatever. Sorry, you know, <laughs> br- you know, milk nipples, <laughs> nipples. 
as, as, as we'll call them. But uh, yeah, so so women that had high treason charges, they they were usually burned at the stake, you know, like for heresy, witches, and all that other stuff like that. Um, the same punishment was applied to traitors um, in Ireland uh, from the 15th century and up. Uh, William Overy uh, was uh, hanged, drawn, and quartered by Lord Lieutenant Richard Plantagenet. Uh, the third Duke of York in 1469, uh, from the reign of King Henry VII, it was made part of statute law. So he, wow. he liked it so much. He yeah. was like, look, we need to get this on the books. I don't want this to go away, fellas. Uh, Matthew Lambert was among the most notable Irishmen to suffer the punishment in 1581 in Wexford. Yeah, and so the severity of the sentence was measured against the seriousness of the crime. So it wasn't they, just doled out, you know, the same standard to every single person. So so as, as an attack on the monarch's authority, high treason was considered a deplorable act, and it demanded the most extreme form of punishment. Yeah, so you were going to get it, and you were going to get it in fucking spades on this one. They were going to take their fucking time. Yeah, and some con, uh, convicts had their sentences modified and suffered a less... Um, why are you putting these big ass words I don't fucking know in these notes? I like thesaurus.com. Ignominious? Ignominious in. Yeah, so so a less brutal in. It was a less it was just not as tragic, not as fucking <laughs> Uh, not as shocking or something like that. I have like never that. fucking read or heard that <laughs> word in my entire goddamn life. Yes, moving on with that, you know. Uh, so yeah, so uh, yeah, you go ahead. Now I'm now I'm blushing <laughs> and shit like that. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Um. So yeah, they would meet a less brutal end, and over a period of several hundred years, many found guilty of high treason were actually subjected to uh, this form of torture and execution, and many Catholic priests were executed during the Elizabethan era this way. Yeah, yeah. Now, in the UK, back over there to our fucking lads across the pond, <laughs> uh, the Act of Parliament's defining of high treason actually still remains on the books over wow. there. So they're not practicing, but it's still on the books. So you motherfuckers better walk that fucking line well, now that Charles old, is in charge. we have bullshit laws here too because there's some states where like, you know, sodomy, even if it was consensual, it was supposed to like get you prison time. I can't remember. There's one of the southern states and I actually looked it up and I forget, but oral sex is illegal. Yeah. And I, I think it was Georgia. I think it was Georgia. I remember us looking that up high many, I, many, many years ago. I feel like it was somewhere nearby because I remember telling someone like, well, I broke that law. Like, and, and, <laughs> I, and it wasn't South Carolina. So, I, yeah. But uh, but yeah, there's a lot of old and there's websites totally dedicated yeah. to that. Like, you know, you can't have a goat wear shoes on the third Sunday <laughs> during the equinox. Just weird <laughs> shit like that. Um, but yeah. So now after a long period of you know, legal reform and stuff like that coming into more modern times. Uh, the sentence of hanging, drawing and quartering was changed to just drawing, hanging until dead. And then they would, uh, you know, posthumous after they were dead, then they would do the, the beheading and the quartering. So normally, you know, we talked about them, you know, they would cut their dick and balls off. They would start disemboweling them, but the actual beheading and quartering and stuff like that, would they would try to have that take place while the victim was still alive. Mm. Uh, and I would imagine most of the times, again, we were talking about they would kind of stagger it out depending on the, def on the, the offense that was done. So I imagine if you were just really, you know, you had done some real treasonous shit, 
They're going to cut your arms and legs off before they lop that fucking head off. See, I just don't feel like treason. I, I think treason is a little too wishy-washy of a word, so it, it's too subjective. So that's you know a lot of people. because we're fucking American. <laughs> and we don't, we don't like no crown. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we, don't, we don't fucking have no crown around here now. Um, but it was eventually abolished. Again, it's still on the books, but it was actually abolished in England in, uh, in 1870. Uh, and actually, the, the death penalty for treason wasn't abolished in the UK until 1998. So they can't, quote unquote, kill you anymore. We all know, you know, a lot of people here listening to this shit, you know, they, can do, disappear. The, they yeah. can do whatever the fuck they want to to you. But in the eye of the public, they can no longer do that since the late 90s. Uh, now, in some of the places where uh, the, the Revolutionary War in America, uh, Actually ended up, uh, it, it, there was obviously, there was American factions. Not everyone agreed. Yep. Some people wanted to be loyal to the crown. Some people wanted independence and stuff like that. Uh, there were some rare but recorded cases of both sides. Mm-hmm. Actually, you know, hanging, drawing, and quartering people. Again, this was something that was used by the British monarchy during that time. So the people who wanted to stay with the crown, they were doing it to kind of show their, you know, how British they still were. And then the rest of us were like, you know, fuck you, George. And fucking, yeah, yeah, well, fuck, we could do it, too. Well, this next part is what I was talking about. It, said, it actually says that both loyal t- uh, loyalists and patriots found reasons to construe their opponents as being, you know, quote unquote, traitors deserving of this punishment. Well, yeah. And that's where I feel like it, it has a little it's a little too subjective. Well, yeah. you know, I could sit there and say, oh, uh, you know, he did this. This, this and this and that's tr- that should be considered treason and getting enough people behind me to you know to agree well again i, I mean I would, I would imagine the first side that probably did it were the the, the loyalists yeah. who were still you know because again that was that was a standard way to punish those thought to be traitors treasonous and stuff like that yeah. so then you probably had the, the you know the rebel side being like all right fuck you we can do the same thing but you know Anyway, on my beer, watch this. (laughs) Absolutely. So before we wrap up this section, I'm sorry, this is a longer one, but there's this one has a lot of info out there. Uh, We again had talked about, you know, William Wallace. There's no reason to really go through that and stuff like, uh, you know, in great detail. Again, you can watch Braveheart. Probably the ending apart from where he cried freedom. Is, that's probably the most, most accurate. I've heard that movie was insanely non-accurate, mm-hmm. but still a good movie. I liked it. Uh, but yeah, William Wallace, he was hanged, drawn, and quartered. Um, he was uh, hanged, released while he was still alive, obviously emasculated. Uh, um, he actually was eviscerated with his bowels burned before him. So after they gutted him, they put him in a bowl fire. or something, set him on fire while the motherfucker was reportedly still alive. Um, his head was dipped, uh, sorry, and then they, you know, cut, beheaded him and cut him into four parts. Uh, his head was purportedly dipped in tar and placed on a spike atop the London Bridge. Uh, his preserved head was later joined by the heads of his brother John and his compatriot Simon Fraser and John of Strathbridge. Wallace's limbs were displayed separately in Newcastle, Berwick, Sterling, and Perth as well. Now, one final one for fans out there of that great movie and uh, graphic novel, V for Vendetta. Anybody who remembers, remembers the 5th of November. Joe, tell us what happened, because this is what happened to Guy Fawkes on January 31st of 1606. Yes, um, it was Guy Fawkes and three others, uh, Thomas Wintour, Ambrose Rookwood, and Robert Keyes. They were actually uh, dragged on on waddled hurdles to the old palace yard at Westminster, and that was opposite the building they had attempted 
attempted to destroy. And so hit him and his fellow plotters were then um, hung and quartered. I'm just going to say hung. Fuck you. Right. <laughs> Hawks um, was well, that's the, the other last thing I hate about the way that they say this because they always refer to it as hang, uh, hanging, drawn, and quartering. But you're drawn first. Yeah. You're drawn in by horses too there. So I, I again, but yeah. this is the way it is said. So I, it's all out of fucking wax. So say whatever <laughs> way you want to. You're brought in by horses. They hang you until you're dead, almost dead. They cut your dick off. They pull your ball, your fucking guts, guts out, out. And they fucking chop you up into pieces. Yeah. Go ahead, Joe. So, um, a fox was the last to stand on the scaffold and he was already weakened by the torture and he was aided by the hangman fox began to climb the ladder to the noose by either through jumping to his death or climbing too high so the rope was incorrectly set he managed to avoid the agony of the latter part of his execution by breaking his own neck smart fucking yes smart Smart motherfucker he'd already seen i guess you know when he, he watched his three buddies go and he was like Oh, if I go up another two or three steps and just jump, I'll crack my own goddamn neck. Smart dude. Way to fucking do it. So his lifeless body was, you know, quartered and his body parts were then distributed to the four corners of the kingdom. It was in quotes, so I feel like whatever king did that said that, and I'm sure that made sense to them at the time. I don't know what the four quarters of the kingdom were (laughs) at that point. Uh, But yeah, they they did that, obviously, again, to be a message. Display it, you know, so to be a warning. Warning to others, yep, like, let, don't be yeah, like them. Don't be the next guy, Fox, motherfucker. We will get you. All right, Dreadhead. So we are halfway there, but this, these next three are going to roll pretty quickly here. So uh, the next one, Joe, the Brazen Bull, also known as the Bronze Bull, the Sicilian Bull. Uh, I feel like there's a lot of people from Sicily <laughs> who refer to themselves as the Sicilian Bull. <laughs> I think. I think I work Italian with a couple stallions. of them. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, if he's a stallion, fuck Sicilian bull. I mean, yeah. uh, or bull of phallus. Uh, now, this was a torture and execution device. D- tell us, Joe, about this one. It was designed in ancient Greece. Yes. So, according to Diodorus Sicilius, um, Perlos or Perlaus or, or Perlus. Perlus. Yeah, the translations, mm-hmm. sometimes it's written funny because, yeah. you know, whatever. So he said this guy of Athens invented and proposed it to Phalaris, the tyrant of Acragos, Sicily, as a new means of executing criminals. So to kind of paraphrase a little bit, essentially he was tasked with creating a new torture method. Yes. He brings him the brazen bull. And supposedly, from my understanding, because I'm not, I'm not even looking at the notes, supposedly. Well, don't, don't give it away then. Go through the notes because that's covered. <laughs> <laughs> That's covered, yes. Okay, so stories allege after um, you know he finishes construction on this particular device, um, he uh, Paralos says to Phallus, God damn it. What? I know, I, you keep thinking dicks, right? Yes, yeah, yes, like Phallus. Yeah, no, yes. yeah, so, so yeah. Paralos is the guy who invented the brazen bull. He yeah. presents it to the tyrant of Agrigus, who was Phallus. Uh, Yes, it sounds like phallus, and yes, that is funny. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, so he presents it to the to the tyrant, to the ruler at the time of Sicily. Yeah, and quote unquote, the screams will come to you through the pipes as the tenderest, most pathetic, most melodi- uh, melodious of bellowings. Is it melodious? Is that yeah, it is melodious. melodious. Yes. Okay, so I did catch yes. myself of bellowings. End quote. Yes, end quote. And so he believed. Uh, Perilous believed he would receive a reward for his invention. Right. Very, very fucking unique thing where he had. Yeah. So you got this bronze bull. 
Uh, and there's a it's series. It's a showman's piece, really. And I, probably right. that's why he thought he oh, was going yeah, to get yeah. rewarded. From, from all the depictions of it, it's a beautiful looking thing. And mm-hmm. there's a series of pipes. So the, the belly is where the people would be put in. I'm not going to give away. But there was a series of pipes that would be basically like in the chest and throat and mouth of this bull statue that that were tuned mm-hmm. uh, to so that the screams coming from inside would sound like cow moos. Oh. Yes. Um, so, yeah, go. So, all right, I'm going to let you recover from that. Yeah. Uh, instead, the tyrant Thalaris uh, uh, was so disgusted by this, uh, he, he wanted to hear the system tested. He was like, oh, so inside he's like, this is fucking terrible. What kind of fucking piece of shit would fucking spend his time doing this and then gleefully bring it to me and think I'm going to be impressed. So he, he had a fucking idea there, Joe. He's like, oh, really? That's, that's, you know, inside he's puking, outside he's fucking scheming. He was like, oh, you know, so that's cool. Uh, let's let's test, test it. Out. So, yeah. so conceivably, you could, you could get inside of it and, you know, have it closed up and do your yelling and shit and actually test it out. Uh, so that is what Phalaris commanded Perilous to do. He tricked him to getting into the bull so he could test it out, Joe. Yeah, so he was immediately locked in. And the fire was set. Yes, because so that's what it is. It's bronze, and underneath it, they would light a fire. So it's essentially a big-ass oven. Cauldron. Yeah, like a cauldron, yeah. So um, he the thing was set on fire so that Fowlers could actually hear the sounds of his screams. Um, before Perilous could die, Fowlers opened the door and took him away. And uh, Now, after freeing him from the bull, Fowlers is then said to have taken Perilous to the top of a hill and thrown him off, killing him. Jesus. Fowlers himself is claimed to have been killed in the brazen bull when he was overthrown by Telemachus 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 yeah there we go the ancestor of Theron yes yes so I I I don't think I can read today god damn well (laughs) stuff that goes on with like stuff back in those times you know they're fucking tricky ass words but um, I'm a nerd for that shit so yeah anyway but yeah so he wouldn't even let him fucking finish roasting in there fucking got him I guess he was like all right that works brought out his charred fucking boiled half cooked ass paraded him up a hill and then threw him off the hill to his fucking death uh now the bull was said to be hollow i was thinking we had said and made entirely out of bronze with a door on one side um according to the stories and reports of the brazen bull was designed in a form and size of an actual bull so it was it was like it was was like i said you see it in the in the images it's it looks like a giant full-on bull uh and it was you know basically made in proportion and it had an acoustic apparatus of pipes in there that would actually convert the screams into the sound of a bull mooing or whatever the fuck that noise is that they do Mm, yeah yeah. snorting i don't know all right so the condemned were locked inside the device a fire was set under it and then it obviously heating the metal until the person inside was roasted to death um pindar who lived less than a century afterwards expressly uh, associates this instrument of torture with the name of the tyrant phallus yes and if for anybody who's who may no so not the movie 300 although they're confused a lot and i don't think Zack snyder directed the movie's called immortals and it looks like 300 but it's set you know more mythological and stuff like that it was in 2011 it's the one with mickey rourke right yeah mickey rourke's in it i believe he's i I don't know what his name is in that movie but basically he plays um 
the, the, the role of what Fowlerus would be. This instrument is brought to him. He uses it in there. But if you watch it, Henry Cavill's in it, Superman, oh. uh, Witcher, you know, and all that other stuff. This was way before he was really kind of popping off and shit like that again, 2011. Uh, but if you haven't seen the movie, I like that movie. And there is a scene in there that kind of, that, you know, it, it shows it. And uh. it's fucking sick. And again, I'm, I'm very, I hope if it's true, because again, this is all based on storytelling and stuff like that. So we have, that's about as accurate as we can get with it actually existing. But if it did, I really hope that that dude was fucking roasted to death in it himself. All right. All of my female dreadheads out there, your motherfucking time has come. And trust me, you still got off quite goddamn easy compared to uh, hanging, drawing, and quartering. But Joe, tell us about a little something for the ladies called the Gossip's Bridal. <laughs> it was actually also called the Witch's Bridal, Scold's Bridal, uh, Brink's Bridal, or simply just Brink's. Um, it was an instrument of punishment and obviously a form of public humiliation. Right. This is just kind of torturous. No execution going on here. Yeah. yeah a lot of... A scarlet letter that you wear on your face. Yeah, basically. exactly. So if you think of it like a dog muscle, it, uh, a muzzle, this is an iron muzzle, um, and it, you know, enclosed the head of the female. And a bridle bit or a curb plate was, you know, two inches by like one inch. They use those on horses. Yes. Like in the harnessing thing, there's a bridle. It keeps their tongue depressed correct yes, uh, okay that's yeah. what i was thinking okay yeah and it's, i think it's supposed to be a uh, biting super, uh, like the prevent uh biting from oh yeah, yeah while you're well, breaking horses too okay, okay gotcha yeah um so that was obviously slid in the mouth pressed down on top of the tongue and then often with a spike on the tongue as a compress yeah so to make sure they wouldn't even try to struggle against it there was something that was going to poke them if they tried to kind of push up against it which is something you're naturally gonna do like it's natural for your tongue to move, move. so that would fucking suck uh, yeah yeah it, just involuntary reflex and they're right? just spiking your own goddamn tongue oh. yeah <laughs> <laughs> um obviously it functioned to silence the person who was wearing it from speaking and it, obviously as well it caused extreme pain and physiological trauma to scare and intimidate the person into submission um the skull bride was overwhelmingly used on women often as as at the request of husbands or other family members <laughs> i mean i don't i know and i just shot you a dirty look I'm like i know i'm my bad like, acting, acting like he, like you would do that no no you could beat me up i'm not gonna do you could beat me up with that on you would you would use it as a fuck like oh shit now i got a big old iron thing on my head i'll I'm just headbutt butt the motherfucker <laughs> exactly <laughs> what i was thinking yeah, I was see, just, i'm not I'm fucking dumb everybody I'm, hell no yeah yeah, so it. Like, no, you're, you're strapping a weapon to her. Are you shitting me? Don't give her that. Fucking kill her. <laughs> you're not going to teach her a lesson. She's going to teach me a lesson. Stop. Um, so it prevented speaking and resulted, obviously, in many unpleasant side effects for the wearer, including excessive salivation and fatigue in the mouth. And for extra humiliation, a bell could also be attached to draw in crowds. Yeah, and I did see some, like, uh, you know, drawings and stuff like that that, would, that depicted where there was actually, it looked like a leash mm. that was put on it so that they that would... could be pulled through town. Right, yeah. and I mean, in each situation, it did look like on there that, like, it was a husband... 
you know, leading a, a, a wife through there with it. But I mean, it, all the I ones- would love to know the percentage of men who died after they did that to their wife. I mean, eventually, I would dude, love to know how many of them got poisoned. That's what I was stabbed to death. Because I'm thinking back in these times where signed where, up for war. <laughs> like, take my husband. I get the fuck out of here. That women weren't allowed to write. I don't think. <laughs> But back then, yeah, I mean, you're talking about this time period where a, a husband could have this done to his wife. So you naturally, a wife's not working. Her whole thing is to, you know, pop out kids and cook. Dude, like, I guarantee you, like, she went, she fucking eventually went around to, like, the local fucking, like, witch or apothecary <laughs> and fucking killed his ass with, like, some fucking strychnine or some shit like that, dude. Like, dude, don't Or fu- disincapacitated and made him retarded with just enough of a poison. I didn't right. kill him. He must have got a hold yeah, of something. Yeah, literally shitting where you eat there on that one, bro. You've got some fucking cojones. <laughs> All right, dreadheads. We've kept you long enough, but we got just one more to wrap up episode 50 and the final part seven of Torches and Executions. We're going to talk about Joe, probably one of the more modern, well, certainly the most modern one, I think, on this this list. list. Uh, The Tucker Telephone. Now, this is a torture device that was designed using parts from old-styled crank telephones. The electric generator of the telephone is actually wired to two dry cell batteries so that the instrument can be used to administer electric shocks to another person. Um, The Tucker telephone was invented by A.E. Rollins. Uh, He was the resident physician at the Tucker State Prison Farm in Arkansas in the 1960s. (laughs) That is a trifecta of fucking suck right there. You had State Prison Farm. Ah, in Arkansas, ooh, in the 60s, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) So at the Tucker State Prison Farm, uh, Dreadheads, an inmate would be taken to the, (laughs) in quotes, hospital room, uh, where he was then restrained to an examining table and two wires would be applied to him. Yeah, so the ground wire was then wrapped around the big toe and the hot wire would be applied to the other toe. I've been called hot wire a time or two. Never in Arkansas, though. I thought you just better say I used to be called other toe. <laughs> I don't know. Why would I be called I other know. toe? I didn't know what you was about to say. I was like, uh-huh. That sounds scary and sad. That is a lot of mixed emotions if I ever heard a guy who was legitimately nicknamed, oh, yeah, that's other toe. Whoa, dude. Hold on. Let me light a smoke, and you need to tell me why. Um, so the crank on the phone would then be turned and an electrical current would then shoot into the prisoner's body and then long distance calls. Oh yeah, also in quotes. Yeah. So we're gonna make a we're gonna make a long distance call on this one. <laughs> um and that was in reference to uh several such charges just before the point of losing consciousness. Yes, that's a lot of volts running in. Yeah, so often the victim would experience, you know, detrimental effects and and, you know, permanent organ damage and mental health problems because this Christ. is electricity going through the human body. Obviously. Via the toes, by the way. Yes, I would imagine that would suck a lot. I've stubbed my toes. <laughs> I, do you think? Do you think it would have been worse? I mean, I mean, I know the big toes got a better, you know, conduit. Yeah. I wonder if they tried the little toes. 
I don't think they could. I mean, I think they w- you could, but I think it would end don't up. Don't you feel like off. they would have tried it though? Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, the big toes shaped where it would hold that wire there. There wouldn't be any kickback on it, but you know, they tried the little toes. <laughs> Look at that fucker blow up. Right, one of the yeah, dude. I bet so. <laughs> they just, just shot, shot off his fucking like, bullet toes try going the next through toe. there. Shit, that one blew up. Yeah. All right, try it's just a fucking stub. <laughs> There's a dude with just two big toes left, and that's it. Like, all right, that's the one that works right there. <laughs> Well, at least right around 1968, they stopped blowing people's big toes off. They they had almost a solid decade run of frying motherfuckers' toes at a prison farm in Arkansas. So let that sink in next time you 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 think about going to the jewel of America that is the state of Arkansas. Yeah, so um, American Vietnam War veterans suggested that field phones were occasionally converted into Tucker telephones, uh, which were used by the platoon uh, commanders to torture uh, Viet Cong prisoners. I feel like there's a movie I saw that showed that. I don't know which one. I watch a lot of war movies, but I feel like I saw that somewhere. I mean, essentially, they work the same. So, I mean, I... Yeah, because those phones are on a crank too, right? I I mean, for sure, the ones I remember that were in like World War II and shit like that. Yeah, because I mean, that was... It it was basically how like we have an emergency flashlight that doesn't require batteries. And so you have to crank it to get power. Electric static charge then. Okay, okay. Well... We ended on a high note, Joe, of people blowing fucking toes off using a makeshift telephone electrocuting device in Arkansas. And I think that is the perfect way to wrap up a seven-part fucking episode event, quote-unquote event or whatever, on Torches and Executions. And to wrap up episode 50 of the Spread the Dread podcast. We've kept them for almost an hour, so I guess it's time to turn them loose. But But, but, hold on, though. Best... What's which one would you prefer and which one you would most hate? That is right. Yes, we always have to do that one. All right, I'll let you go first. Which one and you can't pick hang drawn and quartering because they wouldn't fucking do that to you. So that wouldn't be fair. <laughs> that wouldn't be uh, equality and shit like that. Oh no, that. the spike through the ass was the worst one to me. Yeah. Man. Uh, yeah. So you're I'm, talking about the all right, so, so that's yeah. the one you want the least out of all yes. these. All right, which one would you prefer the most? Oh, fucking the the invisible chair. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Actually, all right, let's strike the invisible chair because I mostly <laughs> did that for shits and giggles as a former Christian school kid, and I know that, that they can make that pretty fucking bad for you. Uh. Let's knock that one off. Okay. What would be the one you would you would most be down for having done to you? I'd probably go for the Tucker telephone. Yeah, so I'm obviously I man, I'm so so I obviously I mean they use electric shock for like depression and anxiety and I'm just like, well, that might fix something. <laughs> for 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 sure I would I, yeah, fair enough. I would I would say yeah, if I had to pick which one I would want the most, I would actually take the Tucker telephone just because that that fucking gossip's bridal thing. Yeah. It, I dude, like everybody I mean, I host a podcast. I run my goddamn mouth so much. Yeah. Anybody who knows me knows I don't shut up. I would just keep piercing my tongue over and over oh, yeah. and over and over. And again, I don't know how long I couldn't find like there's not a standard set time for how long you were in that. Yeah. I feel like at least with the Tucker telephone, they were like, all right, we got to eventually stop or he's going to fucking die. <laughs> so, you know, for better or worse, there is a light at the end of that tunnel eventually. Yeah. Um, man. See, the, go- the reason I, I'm not a big fan of the gossip bridal, because I'm just thinking about like who would have put me in it. And that's what pisses me off. Yeah, there's a lot lot of time to get real bitter at a motherfucker for that one. And I feel like it would would eventually result in me having worse shit done to me because I would kill whoever was responsible for doing that to me. So, yeah, I would I would take the Tucker telephone. I would not. Man, 
See, there's a lot. It's all a right. hard flip between, between that brazen bl- and, and brazen bull. Oh, fucking hell. I forgot yeah. about the brazen. Yeah, I don't see, want I'm the claustrophobic. Yeah, I'm claustrophobic. I, I, I don't so, want the yeah. brazen bull. Although I feel like that would, I feel, see, I guess because the way they were talking about it, they set the fire once you're in there. So you got to, you know, it's like boiling frogs, dude. Like you're in there while it's coming. And so you got to, you got some time. It's, and it's that big of a size too. It might take a minute for that shit to get there. Oh man. Oh fuck. I'm really, I'm really torn because I would take impalement, but not, I mean, not if because there's so many ways that they can make it worse. Yeah. Hang drawn, uh, hanging, drawing, and quartering to me obviously is. The, you know what? I you know what? For all my fucking dick owning dudes out there, that's the one I want the least because yeah. I did forget that's the only one where they cut my dick off. <laughs> so whether or not you I get a, taking that shit to no, the afterlife, no, you might cook me, but my dick is getting cooked <laughs> with me. And yeah, a per like some mythologies and shit like that. Like if you lose a body part here, it don't make it to the next one with you. And I don't know what's over there, but I I'm, might need my dick. There may, there may be some prime fucking on the next vibrational plane, and I don't want to miss out on that. And just have to be finger banging motherfuckers. That that's just good for them, not me. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna go with the hang drawn quartering. I don't want that, and I and I solely don't want it because I'm gonna lose my dick. I gotta I gotta fucking stay true. And I think that you know me well enough to be like, yeah, that's, yeah that, that, that makes total exactly sense. Exactly like you. Total sense. I if I had all three it. of them in front of me, I'd be like, but that, that one I, but I, I keep get, my dick, but I, I keep my dick. dick. If you cook me, yeah, let's cook me. <laughs> let's go ahead and do that one. But, uh, so yeah, there we go. That uh, wraps it up. That yeah. is it. <laughs> make sure that make sure, uh, if you're listening on this, uh, listening to this somewhere where you can comment or let us know on IG, which, uh, torture execution you would prefer the most and which one that you would prefer the least as well. And again, thank all of you so much for hanging in there with us for the past year and a half. It's, I mean, it's awesome. We even made it to 50 episodes. We've had a, a, an insane ride as far as plays. You know, we have a paid sponsor all this fucking shit that i never thought we would ever have here when we started this uh this podcast in the middle of quarantine because we were bored and drinking a lot um so yeah thank y'all very much to all the ogs from day one we're glad you guys are still here to all the new ones we hope that we're talking to you again this time next year and luckily we're finally finding our rhythm with work and everything like that joe's getting you know she's getting to the point of wrapping up her nursing school so god uh, right yeah so uh she should be hopefully finished up with that this upcoming uh early beginning of spring um so hopefully we don't keep missing you know we won't be missing beats like we did you know back in the day and and be able to put these out a lot more consistently for you We've got a lot of big plans coming up for oh, expansion yeah. and stuff next year that we'll get into more of and things like that so uh yeah 2023 hopefully is going to be the most dreadful year yet and uh that is solely because we aren't just doing this and talking to the ether that's because of all of you fine fucking dreadheads out there who uh, fucking make this possible. So thank you all very much. That's the end of my fucking mush and, and all my niceties. Fuck every single one of you. Make sure you're back here on Friday to listen when we talk about Steel Trap for our New Year's Fright Flick Fuck Mary Kill. Uh, we got some great episodes coming up. We hope you had a good fucking Christmas or Kwanzaa or fucking Festivus or fucking Hanukkah or Boxing Day if you're fucking Canadian. I don't know what those fucking weirdos in Australia celebrate down there. I don't know. <laughs> So probably got something to do with a fucking... Let us know, Baganabi. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure Baganabi will. He'd be like, yeah, we just put up a tree and drink beer. You know, I, and who knows if there's any gifts giving other than fights and insults. Uh, but yeah, so we guys hope you had a great holiday season. Be safe. Mm-hmm. Have a lot of fun. Use your dick, 
because you could be born in the 1300s. So, you know, make sure you use, wrap it up, but use your dick on New Year's <laughs> because if this was the 1300s, you might have lost it while getting hung, drawn, and quartering. <laughs> Ladies, if you're out there, use that mouth because if this was a few hundred years ago, you might have had a fucking dog fucking mask on and not been able to do it. So fucking celebrate your freedom and bring in 2023 in fucking style. One last time, Joe, what's the most dreadful website on the internet? Spreadthedreadpodcast.com. Absolutely. Go there. Find links to all the uh, podcast platforms, our YouTube and BitChute, where you can watch the live, or not the live, but the actual videos of the Fright Flick Fuck Mary Kill shows. Make sure that you subscribe, like, comment, and share. And, of course, you'll find links to our Facebook, our IG, uh, our merch store, donation tiers, all that good stuff on spreadthedreadpodcast.com. And if you're listening on Apple or Spotify, leave us a five-star review, screenshot that, send that to us on IG, Facebook, or Gmail along with your mailing address, and we'll be sure to hook you up with some five-star super spreader Spread the Dread podcast stickers. That is it for episode 50. Here's to 50 more of them, and let's wrap it up like we always do by reminding you that I'm John. And I'm Joe. And hey. 2022 was dreadful. 2023 is going to be dreadful and not in the fun way. We all know it. The world fucking sucks out there. So you leave the dread to us. You stay proud. You stay powerful. You stay positive. And no matter what you're doing or what you're about to do after you listen to this, make sure you get out there and wreck that shit. Why don't you start right now and get the fuck out of here?